Thank you so much, Anne. And we conclude this plenary panel with David Ritter, who's Chief Executive Officer of Greenpeace Institute and was formerly um, a lawyer, a author of two books on native title and a leading indigenous rights lawyer. Thanks, David. Um, I'm in the slightly invidious position of having left my glasses at home. So I have this terrible rude choice. Do I squint at you all or do I keep the sunglasses on? <laughs> and I suspect the situation is that for me it's more uncomfortable to be squinting, but for you it's probably slightly unnerving to have a guy in a dark jacket with sunglasses on. <laughs> So I'm going to leave them off. Um, but if that means that sometimes my facial expressions are not mirroring yours and it feels rude, I'm laughing, you're frowning, just cut me a little bit of slack. I just want to celebrate for a second the fact that we are here. And I don't mean in the existential sense of, of um, you, dear Michelle, but that what could be more wonderful, thanks for sharing that with us. Um, but the fact that we are here... Uh, as flesh and blood people in a town hall debating the future of our economy and our society, goodness me, doesn't it feel great? And don't, doesn't everyone in the room deserve a pat on the back for actually getting involved? For getting involved, because participation is going to be the key to how we get ourselves out of the mess that we are in. Now, apart from leaving my uh, glasses at home, uh, I also missed the bus. Um, <laughs> and um, at least I had a handkerchief in my pocket. Actually, it's one of my daughter's socks. Um, <laughs> but fortunately, even though I was slightly late, there's always the, the hum of discontent that Richard Dennis gives off that meant so I could kind of home in on, oh, yeah, I can hear Richard kind of humming up the road. And I'm now going to do something that Richard doesn't really like, which is agree with him. Um, I actually agree with him a great deal. And I want to address my four or five minutes to the 500-year-old um, observation of Machiavelli's, which is around how do we overcome vested interests? How do we overcome the power of vested interests? Because unquestionably, yes, the new economy is upon us. The twin, the twin mega drivers of change, climate change and the pressure on other environmental boundaries uh, and the Promethean new technologies, they are driving change. Yes, we know that around 40% of current jobs in Australia are, have a likelihood of, of going away in the next 10 to 15 years. And yes, we know that we need to hit peak emissions within five years if we're going to have even a even a crazy shot at 1.5 degrees. So yes, 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 the new economy is upon us. But I agree with Richard. There's a big choice to be made. And, and Naomi Klein, of course, puts it so wonderfully when she says, we know the world's going to get hotter and weirder, but we have a choice about whether it gets meaner. Now, I think all of us in this room don't want it to get meaner. I think that is something that unites us all. So thinking about how we overcome Machiavelli's observation about vested interests and assuming that we don't want to get meaner, how do we get there? I'm going to suggest three things that result in a fourth. Language and concepts fundamentally matter. When Malcolm Turnbull describes, as he did, the people of Australia as human capital or as assets, that reflects a worldview on what constitutes the good life and what constitutes the good society. I do not believe 
it is possible to articulate a persuasive and compelling, and compelling vision of the alternative by using the language, the concepts, the paradigm of the current system. Language matters, concept matters. And I'm afraid I do belong in the camp of skeptics around ideas of new accounting. So uh, when I read last year, uh, 2015, the attempt to do an ecosystem, ecosystem services audit of the Great Barrier Reef as a reason for explaining why it is transcendent, irreplaceable, inalienable, um, I feel sick. And I don't think it works uh, politically. Language and concepts matter. And yes, second point, I agree with Richard, it's all about power. We've all heard the phrase, I hope, that only the camp of organised people is strong enough to overcome the camp of organised money. So we need a camp of organised people, and that camp of organised people involves movements, it involves remnant social institutions, it involves socially embedded business, it involves people. Fourth point, language matters. We need power behind the language. The vision matters. We do actually need to start talking about what the new economy in service to the new society feels like. It is an imaginative exercise, and it is an exercise that is rooted in our deepest values. And that takes me to the final point. If we have language and concepts, new language and concepts, if we have a vision that, is really, that really speaks to what we want this new economy, this new society to be like, and if we want to get power behind the language and the vision, then what does that mean the problem we have to solve is? It's the problem of political cooperation. That's the fundamental problem we have to solve. Because right about now, we have lots of extraordinarily committed and determined Australians, other countries as well, but we're talking about Australia today, committed and determined Australians who are striving for their siloed fragment of the new economy and the new society. What we need is an exercise in building political cooperation, the collaboration that goes into building a shared vision, the collaboration that goes into building a shared analysis, the collaboration that goes into thinking through what kind of language does speak to that new society, to that new economy that we both need and in our heart of hearts we desire. So that is why meetings like this one are so incredibly important. And it's why we need to see meetings like this one repeated in town halls around the country. That is why we need to see discussions like this one echoing through the virtual halls of the interwebs. Because we need cooperation, we need alliances, we need collaboration, we need to learn that lesson that every primary school student is taught, that only through cooperation can we get what we want. Thank you.